When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Support for the Washington Brawl podcast is, of course, brought to you by the best in the below-the-waist grooming needs, Manscaped. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. And they are now not a one-trick pony because now they have released their signature cologne scent to help you feel good and smell good at all times. Everybody knows Manscaped has the performance package 3.0 for all your below-the-waist grooming needs, but they did not stop there because you can complete your grooming game with the brand-new refined cologne signature scent sent by Manscaped. As I said, people, they sent it to me. It's absolutely fantastic. I use it every single day. This signature scent has the scent that is an all Manscaped formulas. This cologne is a perfect complement to the collection as well. It is not a standalone item. It is light. It is approachable. It is gentlemanly in all the right ways. Think of it as your wingman for the night to keep you fresh and ready for anything. It's calm. It's inviting. And the signature scent in- introduces a light citrus burst it's also a beautifully designed glass bottle it makes a statement and the manly scent sets the mood but not just the refined cologne signature scent be sure to also check out the performance specs 3.0 as i said that has all your essentials for your below the waist grooming needs including the lawnmower 3.0 trimmer with all of your signature crop formulas as i've talked about on the show yes i am talking about the ball deodorant and toner to keep your testes the besties and now you can use the manscape refined cologne formula to complete your set and smell great anytime anywhere it is time to feel sexy washington brawl listeners to so get 20 percent off plus free shipping with our exclusive partnership with manscaped at the brawl network using promo code brawl that is promo code b-r-a-w-l brawl at manscaped.com your balls and your body will thank you that's 20 percent off plus free shipping using promo code brawl B-R-E-W-L Brawl at Manscaped.com today. On today's episode of the Washington Brawl Podcast, presented you by the Brawl Network, Manscaped, and of course, DraftKings, a good friend of the show and one half of the Football Garbage Time Podcast, and the Burgundy and Gold Report's own Adam Aniba joins the show to talk the never-ending quarterback conversation, Heineke resigning, and more. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get on with today's episode. Taylor Heineke signs a two-year, eight-point-some million-dollar deal with incentives on top of it after a wild playoff performance as the trigger man for the Washington football team. Welcome to the Washington Brawl podcast presented to you by the Brawl Network, Manscaped, and of course, DraftKings. I am your host, Parker Hamlin, and joining me today to talk the hottest topic in the Washington football team world, quarterback, is a repeated guest of the show, my man, the Burgundy Gold Report's own Adam Aniba. Adam, Monday, it's Dak. Tuesday, it's Russell Wilson. <laughs> yep. Today, Wednesday, February 10th, 2021, football team resigns the, the ODU Monarch, the former XFL backup, man of Walker Weekend, Taylor Heineke. So it, it, it's an emotional roller coaster. A lot like me, are, are you as sick of talking about quarterback as much as I am? <laughs> First of all, Matt, thanks for having me on again. It's, it's always great chopping it up. Um, but like I said, you know, before we got on the air, it's a topic we have to talk about. And the, the, the thing is, until it gets resolved some way, shape, or form, it's going to be an endless topic. We have to get to a point where Washington is has an Aaron Rodgers or somebody that's going on years of production, and you know, you know, that's going to be leading them playoffs right now. You know, you could even go back to Super Bowl wins here. You're even during those times, there was no solidified quarterback. Doug Williams was at the end of his career. 
Rippon, to a point, was at the end of his career, too. He Granted, he played a little longer, but he was at the end, too. Um, you have to go back to Joe Theismann. <laughs> That's how far you have to go that back. Okay? For a drafted guy that we built in-house, groomed in-house, and, you know, did his work behind, you know, some of the some of the greats for Washington. So this is going to be an ongoing topic. But, you know, as we'll talk, it, unless you're in the top 10 this year and unless you've got a ton of ammo, you know, this might not be the year to, you know, get your franchise quarterback. It's just uh, the supply and demand. It's all about that and that the supply is not meeting the demand out there. I'm getting some very 2019 vibes from this quarterback class, especially coming out of Senior Bowl week. I, I feel like, you know, you're talking about BPA. I feel like if any – a lot of teams would be reaching if, if they were to make moves for guys like Jones 19, despite them having a, a, a good week in Alabama. You know, of course, we lost out on the Stafford sweep, sweepstakes. You know, we offered them a pretty solid deal, a very realistic one in my opinion. Right. And, you know, this week we're talking Taylor Heineke. I never expected Stafford to choose us. I don't think anybody expected Stafford to choose us over L.A. I think that's a silly expectation. You know, there's some going over there. They're hanging out in Cabo. Stafford's looking to win championship football, and Rivera's just getting the ball rolling in D.C. So things kind of went exactly like we, they thought we would. I feel like I have I had a Stafford jersey swap on the front of last episode, <laughs> and then 24 hours later, he's a Ram. And that's just the kind of offseason season. We're having, but you know, of course, you still have Alex Smith, Kyle Allen in the book on the books. You know, Kyle Allen's future is a little bit, you know, dark moving forward. You know, but you know, today you re-sign a guy two months ago was taking classes at ODU. Walker weekend goes toe to toe the Super Bowl champs, and honestly, whether people want to say it or not, gave them their best fight. I know it feels like a little bit of a Cinderella story to some people, but do you consider this based off the value a good move for Mayhew in this front office off the gate? Yeah, because. You're building something you haven't before. You're talking about backups that we're talking about Colt McCoy, you know, guys of that level, and they're still giving them this kind of money four or five years ago. So people are going like, well, that money, that that's top five, six backups. You know, Kevin Sheehan on his pod, he brought up a great point about that. But still, that kind of money, it we're not we're not a couple months, a couple years from now. Next year, the salary cap's gonna go up twenty seven million is the it's estimate. not Chase Daniels money. Right. I mean, so you're talking be about so much gonna, worse. This is going to be third string money in one year from now from any competent quarter black play. So this is they've told him the reports are, you know, you're going to compete in camp. But this is going to be a time where they get try to get a mid-level free agent. But as far as, the, you know, reaching on even a guy in the first, second, even third round. You know, you might argue that that might be a wasted pick this year because if you're going to bring in somebody that's going to truly compete, it's not going to be a third or fourth round guy because, you know, facts, you know, we could bring up a guy like Kellen Mond that really got saw his stock up in the senior bowl. But the fact is that guy is still a year plus two years from even taking the field. So you're not, you shouldn't be, if you're Washington, you know, coming off the division, granted bad, you know, bad year for all the teams in there. It's still, it is what it is. We're, we're you know, they're building with them. Um, I think that you have to continue to build what you lack, which is that offensive line, um, you know, offensive weapons. We keep saying receiver, but, you know, as you can see, in a lot of my articles. I'm into a lot of tweeners and it's not just receivers, receivers, tight ends, weapons. That could be running back, tight end, receiver core. So you continue to build that, get that middle linebacker and safety. And you're talking about that defense goes from a top five where it competing to be a top two or three in the league. That right there can get you divisions consistently potentially get you a division win. Heinke, it's 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 the injury issues. It's three games, three total games, all three games he came out with injuries. But like I argued with everybody else, in this game, the Tampa Bay, he came back. So he showed me that he's ready to play. And I think that, you know, when you start to get money like that, believe it or not, professional teams or not, they, these guys treat their body better. You know, he's a really smart guy. I've read a lot about him and a lot of things that I think he's going to do. He's going to do wisely with his money. So I think that we have a great backup. Um, and I think let's try to find um, a competent starter to let them go to camp and battle it out because I think everyone thinks if they don't get that franchise quarterback that they have no chance. And I think you, you can't do that. You have to walk away and be excited what we saw on defense and just the potential to come, you know, and then Terry McLaurin, you know, just give him some, you know, some help. I, you know, there's so many options in this draft. I think if you're into the draft at all, you know, you could just see there's just so many options here that, don't have to come in and be number one weapons. So they, we need complementary pieces. That's a good position to be in. Absolutely. You know, there, there are the durability issues with Taylor Heineke, and I think that's why they weren't going to throw a lot of money at him. And, you know, you got a lot of people saying, you know, that's lightning in a bottle. I like your backup mentality with him. What, what concerns me here is that the three guys you have on your roster right now are kind of 
all three have injury concerns. You know, yep. Kyle, Kyle Allen can't stay healthy. Taylor Heineke can't stay healthy. Alex Smith, the, the, who knows what the future holds with him in his leg. I know he wants to play, but is his body going to let him play? You know, you got to bring in one of those like tweener kind of guys, one of those mid-tier quarterbacks, and we're going to certainly get into that. But I love what you brought up about the value, Adam, because the value of this contract is quintessential to this conversation. It is extremely team friendly because around the league you know a couple a couple years ago mike glennon burns the bears like i said you got daniels making right. you know starting quarterback money over there as well you know in 2021 he'll bring in 1 million you know 500,000 guaranteed it's laced with incentives so we'll find out very quickly if it was lightning in a bottle if he comes in makes the most of his opportunity you know he's gonna he's gonna get a chance to have a whole offseason with this team with this front off, uh, with, with this playbook with this coaching staff and we're gonna find right. out very quickly if, if that was a fluke and 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 taylor has certainly earned the opportunity taylor not tyler guys my god I, i'm hearing that everywhere i'm hearing that everywhere yeah in 2022 it's 1.5 million so you have you have heineke for, uh, locked up for the foreseeable future but what does this mean i'm gonna skip over alex smith because he's yeah. let his intentions known what does this mean for kyle allen they get this taylor heineke deal done pretty quickly i know Rivera's high on kyle allen, but i don't think this says good things about his future in the burgundy and gold do you I, I do. I, th I think because I think uh, they they still own the rights, and from what I understand, it's approximately nine hundred thousand. So that's all they got to pay him. They give nine hundred thousand. I think they give him that offer. I think a team has to come in. There's no tender involved. They can just you know Good. basically outbid Washington, and Washington would get no compensation because there's no tender involved. They just own the rights. Um, okay. So I think he's back. Even if it's at the even if they pick up two more quarterbacks from now, I think you'll see. Maybe they're going to wait a little bit. Cause that that injury, from what I hear. That could linger through camp. So there's no rush to do that. Nobody's going to sign him. So I don't think a signing is imminent. I wouldn't expect that anytime soon because they know he, he's sitting there in, in uh, rehab and, and no, no team's going to look him right now, only Washington. So the best shot he has is to, is to basically stick around Washington. So um, I think that they're going to be having their eyes right now to a potential trade partner. I think with Stafford, they showed their willingness. But like I've said in my articles and other things, they Rivera showed last year, if it's a swing and a miss on the guy, his top target, he's not going to reach. So if they do have somebody like I mentioned, article car, uh, someone like that in mind, I expect him to, you know, make an offer, but anything more than that first and third range that they offered for Stafford, Stafford was option one. So I think you go downwards from there. So then you're probably talking about maybe just a first, maybe second, third combination. But in the end, like we said, I, I think it's unlikely that they make that kind of move. It was nice to take a bye week from all the quarterback talk, but I think during that span of time, I really enjoyed hearing that Rivera in this front office didn't just throw the bag at Stafford. You know, there, yeah. there was no desperation there. These guys know that they can't take out the foundation of the house, you know, trying to, you know, level up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, we, we got a bunch of very talented guys on this team in this locker room across the organization, and you're going to mess up a good thing by reaching too far, and this is not right. the year to do it. You know, I know a lot of people feel as if this Heineke thing is kind of a feel-good story, but, you know, you got players like Devin White, who's debatably the best middle linebacker in football, saying that Taylor Heineke are in the contract. I'd be lying to you, Adam, if <laughs> I didn't say having him back at least made me feel good a little bit. I know, I know I'm wearing a shirt. feels kind of like a gag at this point, but this is a guy that can <laughs> legitimately come in and possibly be the starter next season, and I don't think that they would get this deal done as fast as they did if they didn't at least – entertain the thought of that they can let heineke sit there and wait on this he's not like you right. said they're not getting a lot of calls for allen they're not gonna get a lot of calls for heineke either no matter he has one right. good game or not so i think this is a good relationship for both sides you know in that one game he showed more for the burgundy of gold than i'd see any quarterback in a very long time but i think we can both agree that there is another signal caller out there that this organization is hopefully putting their eyes on. But before we move on to all the hypothetical schools and we move to that conversation in your article, I got to ask, what is the probability of us doing nothing? I know that's not a sexy option here, but you know, what is the probability that we go into the next season with the same group of guys? Cause I think that's a plausible thing at this point. Yeah. I, I think they'll make the decision for Alex Smith. If, if he's really going to be intent on pushing it, which we, we saw it with Joe Montana. We saw it with other quarterbacks and we're like, why, you know, this is the perfect time to walk away, especially with Alex Smith, you know, the comeback player of the award that could be named after him in 10 years from now. <laughs> but, you know, if he's really going to push it that hard, they're going to ask him to drastically reduce it or, you know, they're going to just take the hit. Um, but either way, they'll make decisions. So I think right now it's just it's, it's Taylor and it's Montez uh, Montez. And that guy's practice squad development future. I wrote about him, but, you know, there's no delusions of grandeur. That guy's you know, you. a developmental <laughs> guy. You just you just keep there for a while and hopefully you don't have to bring him up again. 
But we're not talking about just one. I think we're talking about two. We mentioned Kyle Allen, but even with Kyle Allen and Taylor, I think, you know, you could talk about, you know, seeing what they went through. They're going to bring it four into camp. And that's aside from Montez. So, you know, you're talking about a free agent. Uh, you're probably talking about maybe someone undrafted, but um, a guy like Gardner Minshew, who got that chance in Jacksonville, you're talking about, you know, between the distance between him and someone like Taylor Heinke, it's really, it's not much. So if he's going to get a full season to try, that that's what I want to see. I just want to see a competition. I'm not ready to throw in the towel like a lot of people are because they're looking at the strength of schedule. They say, if we don't have a great quarterback, they're winning three games. Okay. I think you can put enough pieces on both sides of the ball that makes you competitive. You're in the NFC East. So if we're going to talk about crap about the NFC, how bad the NFC East, that's six games a year right there. Okay. So <laughs> let's go from there and just continue to build. But like I said, I do think that this draft offers ideally what Washington needs to improve. And even though that doesn't mean quarterback, they have that extra pick in that third round, that Trent Williams. I'm telling you, they're going to make a big play out of that pick. And it might be a trade-up. It might be, you know, packaging those thirds, forcing trade-up. So that's where I think we're going to see the aggressiveness that's going to come. It's not going to be the quarterback they're going to land. It's going to be probably trading up into, you know, maybe not the first round, but trading, you know, well, maybe in the back end of the first round if they see a guy they like that slips. But in the end, I don't think it's going to be a quarterback. I think it'll be other positions that are just higher value right now after, uh, you know, because after you go through the four quarterbacks, it's a dramatic drop off. Hey, man, any plugging of us winning the Trent trade is, is perfectly appreciated on this podcast. I know you and Douglas McCray on here last time, and I was kind of rubbing in that loss, but I completely agree with you. I don't think Rivera and this coaching staff are going to be very aggressive in free agency. I think they're going to come in and, and bring in guys like possibly an Allen Robinson who can kind of allure people to want to come to D.C. And Because, I mean, you know, being the quarterback for the Washington football team isn't exactly a sexy gig right now, despite how good the 2020 season was. Outside of Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, you know, maybe Logan Thomas, you don't really have a lot of sexy options on that offense and you know you got a, a lot of depth in the draft as you said and, and, and there's a lot of guys they can add you got some guys coming like kelvin Harmon. so th there's still a lot left to be desired on both sides of the ball for anybody like stafford to willingly choose to watch football team that's definitely why it didn't surprise me that that saga ended the way that it did but let's get to that piece you wrote it was absolutely fantastic i refer to it as the 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 four paths you know because washington has a lot of different options for whoever they want to go get 2021, you know, yes, Heineke has a chance to earn to be the guy. He is not the guy as of right now, though. Um, the first path you referred to as the quote unquote Hail Mary, and that is <laughs> sending a RG3 level King Ransom for quarterback Deshaun Watson. Watson is undoubtedly the epitome of a franchise quarterback right at 25, has five years remaining on a contract, though, that he just signed with the Houston Texans that does have a no-trade clause, and they definitely don't seem like they are willing to send him out of town anytime soon. The conversation there, especially after the Stafford conversation, is guys like Chase Young coming up in trade talks, which is absolutely ludicrous to me. Also, shout out to Chase Young, defensive work of the year, well-deserved. Um, but, you know, when you start talking about, you know, what the Washington football team would have to give up for a guy like Deshaun Watson, right. you know – is that what would steer you the furthest away from the Sean Watson talk? And what would you, Adam and Eva, be willing to give up for a guy like that? Um, yeah, I tell you, it, it's really debatable. But I, to me, it's just two guys are off limits, uh, Terry McLaurin and Chase Young. I, and again, it, it hurts because Sweat, I'm a huge Sweat fan. You know, they were able to trade back in the first round again. I had him as a top 10 pick the year he came out. And um, so that's speaking of my level of respect for Watson and what he could do for a team. In saying that, I think you have teams with higher picks, um, potentially more at, like it's crazy to say, better than Chase Young and Terry McLaurin, but depending on what Houston is really looking for, because we keep hearing defensive starters, that doesn't necessarily mean pass rushers. You know, that could mean shutdown corners, safety. So I think they're reluctantly going to have to make the trade. Um, but don't be surprised if this lingers past the draft and they just pretty much take a punt on it and say, you know, I think Deshaun Watson's willing to sit out. I think he's crazy enough to say he got a lot of front loaded money. They can go after him for that, but we know how the NFL works in the end. Nobody gives back all their contract money. So they're going to be forced to do it. This is people are saying, well, in my day, you know, they don't do this. I'm 42 years old and I understand leagues are changing. NBA is changing. When you Where's have athletes, leverage, man. 
when you have athletes making this kind of money, it really changes the game. It's almost like you have CEOs involved, brother. You know what I mean? Like yeah. quarterbacks, this and that. Chase Young, you will see what's going to happen because he's doing it the right way. He's a smart individual. He's going to make a lot of money. He's going to be heavily involved in the future of this team, whoever owns it, whoever runs it. He's going to get that money quick, too. Because he's, he's going to get it quick. Know. Right. So the game is changing, and I think Texans, it, it, not to stereotype, but it, it's Texas, okay? So they want to. Ha- he wants to have it his way. He wanted to say uh, that uh, the owner wanted to say that they would have um, Watson involved in the process, and then he didn't. So I think that people can, you know, cry, rich baby, rich kid, you know, uh, that they're getting their money. Really. You know, I, I hate it because the thing is, he worked to get there. You know, you play collegiate for free. You're not making any money. You're making the colleges millions and millions of dollars. He gets the NFL, signs a contract. And basically the first thing that they tell him they're going to do, which was, Hey, you're not just getting paid. You're a part of the decision-making here. And the first thing they do is don't do, don't even involve him in the process. So I think people need to understand the situation. So basically in a nutshell, it's going to happen. It just might not happen before the draft. And I think Washington in the end, let's be realistic. Watson has a no trade clause. He's going to be heavily involved in where he gets to go. I just, I, I like Washington. It was where we grew up. It's my team, but I, I don't see him being, you know, Miami, even New York to a point. Um, it's about markets. It's about advertising. It's where he can monetize himself the most. And so I don't think Washington's going to be an option. That's why it's the Hail Mary. <laughs> Absolutely. It's why you see him kind of rockets of San Francisco 49er jerseys. You, you kind of see- When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You can pick some of the yeah. sexier options a lot like Stafford. Would I love a guy, the pedigree of Deshaun Watson to come here and be probably the best quarterback we'll probably ever see in burgundy and gold. I mean, I know it's a kind of a hot take, but I mean, just the level of play, you know, he's working with absolutely nothing over there in Houston, leading the NFL right. in passing. I, if I was him, I would do the exact same thing. Absolutely take that shut up and dribble attitude and right. shove it up your ass because right. that is the most dated concept, dated way right. of thinking humanly possible. Right. And I don't care if David Kelly comes in and says, well, I'm very confident he's a part of the plan moving forward. That doesn't mean he wants to be a part of the plan moving forward. You know, he's on the yeah. right side of his 20s, man. And yeah, he just signed a deal. But like you said, this is a different time. These players yeah. know they have leverage. And Deshaun knows better than to waste his entire career with an organization where guys right. like Andre Johnson are like, you know, yeah, dude, get out of there. You know, I'm not right. They wasted me. Don't let them waste you. When guys like JJ Watt, guys that are as team oriented as right. JJ Watt are walking up to you and apologizing. Great point. Great point. That speaks volumes to me then you got guys like jay glazer absolutely respect him one of, the, one of the best in the business comes out and says well this reminds me a lot of the michael strahan story michael strahan said that he was never going to play another damn for the new york football giants and lord and behold he wins the super bowl with, with the organization okay that's all fine and dandy but then there's also <laughs> situations like with khalil mack who gets traded to the chicago bears and it's mutual it's symbiotic it's mutual for both parties and i right. think it's going to get to the point with deshaun watts like you said it's going to linger it's going to drag right. out and, and it's going to start to thwart the future of the franchise and because yeah. of that no matter how bad you want deshaun watson to be there or not you got to pull the trigger on that i just don't think washington is the cute girl at the party that you're going to go up and talk to first i, I think yeah. we're the really nice friend that you'll probably take out on a couple dates we are not his number one most desirable Destination. I think in a couple of years' time, Washington's going to be a, a great yep. place to play. Um, yep. I think a lot of people. I, okay, and, and let's, let's let's go back to the leverage thing. I don't think he owes the Houston Texans absolutely anything. And I, I, another big reason I don't see the whole Deshaun Watson thing happening for the Washington Football Team not now, not then, not ever is that I just do not see Ron Rivera mortgaging the entire future yep. of this franchise for he one guy. It, right? He said it right. 
It just even I still got that idea from him before those words even came out of his mouth. And I know you have. You've been around a very long time. You know your stuff. And, you know, I think we both know our stuff enough to say that let's not even kick the can and act like Russell Wilson's ever going to be in the Burgundy Gold either. Let's completely vault that conversation as well. I, I mean, what, right. what do you think is the plausibility with that? With what that? Sorry, I missed that. With Russell Wilson. I mean, there's a lot of reports. <laughs> I, of yeah, it's a I joke. What, it's a joke. Listen, man, I, I, I saw that shortly before. We came. I can't believe it. And you know what? It's that time of year. We're, we're, it's not going to be the first or the last, but I saw that. And, man, I, I'm not even going to say who it was, but I, I had to mute him because I, I, I don't see that much of them on Twitter. But then I saw it on Facebook. And I was like, if this is how it's going to be, I just don't want to see this because this is the kind of pro- – this is, this is the clickbait nonsense that when nobody has something to talk about, you know what I mean? There is really, truly so much, like I, I put out an article yeah. on Landon Collins and it's, it's, it's the attention it's got. I, I can't explain to you. People have comments like all over the place about, Oh, cut him, cut him, cut him. Well, the, you go into the article. The first thing you're seeing from spot track is it's not happening. You know, it's you're not. talking about it. Talk about a big cap for Alex Smith. It's a bigger, it's a bigger dead cap for Landon Collins. So, you know, it's just the thing about, this is the time where people like yourself and me, it's not about know-it-alls. It's about educating some fans out there that are saying, you know, I'm not going to go to spot track. I'm not going to read this. I'm going to do this. So sometimes, you know, a quick read, you know, sometimes a quick thing out there, but there's so much to talk about. So to bring up clickbait, that's not likely to happen, man. That's just lazy. I, I just, I have little patience for that. <laughs> I, it, I, it's comedic value for me. Yeah. When I saw yeah. Russell Wilson watch football team, even in the same article, it, it, unless it was a redraft, it makes me laugh. That, that yeah. dude is is absolutely priceless for the Seattle Seahawks. He is going right. absolutely anywhere. If you're going to get rid of Russell, trade DK Metcalf while you're at it. Ch- trade Jamal Adams while you're at it. Fire PK. I mean, just it, it's a joke to me. And I'm not even going to kick the can on that, even though it is that time of year, as you <laughs> like to say. So, <laughs> But something, one more thing about Deshaun Watson, I swear we'll move on. Uh, when it comes to compensation, I do – I, I do share the same ideology you do about it being young and Terry and everybody else is, is expendable. You got right. guys like, I love him to death, but Matthew Ioannidis is kind of, you know, doesn't really have much of an identity with this franchise. And no. he's kind of the forgotten man. You got Jonathan Allen coming up on a contract year. You got guys like Montez Sweat who are showing that they're one of the best young and upcoming pass rushers in the National Football League. But in my opinion, I, I, I'm not trying to decrease his value by any means. You can get a Montez Sweat every April. And, and I hate to say that. I know that's kind of harsh. And he does some things for Jack Del Rio in this defense that I think are very valuable. But I think you got to look at it in terms of what you're trying to acquire. And, and, and right. if it's Montez Sweat for Deshaun Watson, right. to have that stability at quarterback would be absolutely priceless. But like right. you said, I, I I don't think we're – or like I said, I don't think we're the we're, we're cute enough for Deshaun Watson to come to us. And <laughs> we, we should move on to that second path, which is the more plausible one and the one that right. we should be focusing on, people. And that is right. the open – market right before we move to those top tier names of free agency you got guys like jacoby Brissett, Jameis winston cam newton but adam who is that sneaky name that 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 goes into the radar for you that you honestly in your gut feel like they really do have a chance to be the starting quarterback for this team next year yeah i don't know about have a starting chance but you know i i mentioned along with Winston and some of the other guys, Tyrod Taylor. And you took my because, answer. You took my answer. <laughs> and the reason I say it, it's and, and people got confused. They're like, you love Tyrod Taylor. It's like, no, no, I, I'm just speaking plausible. And I think with Winston, you have Breeze, the retirement setting up with the salary, uh, taking the salary cap uh, decrease. That's all set up for the retirement. Winston's going to take over. It's not going to be Taysom Hill like some think. So if you start to you know add it all up, who's going to be out there? Um, what they're trying to do with the motion offense until they build up the offensive line. I will argue with any evaluator out there, especially these guys are from the NFL that say Washington doesn't necessarily need a mobile quarterback to have success. Okay. I agree. But you know, what you do have to have is a stout line. That line, the line's not there yet. You know, i just wrote about a guy from Grambling that could be awesome in that foul. Um, but the thing is, they're not there yet. So you have to have a move quarterback. And I think that's why Heineke got some extra money. Not because they were worried someone else was going to pay him, because he offers that skill set. And so does Kyle Allen. And so does Kyle Allen. Not that it really makes a huge difference with Kyle Allen, but I think when you see a guy like, you know, what Taylor Heineke did in the playoffs, he's a gamer. I was hearing earlier that, like, in practice, he's not going to blow you away. But when he has to make plays on his run, you know, what Mahomes was trying to do until he got swallowed up, (laughs) you know, I think – if you build it the right way and Turner, I really, to me, he's one of the most 
underrated offensive coordinators right now. I'm not sweating him, but from what I saw the beginning of the year to the end of the year was I think a lot of people were giving him credit for the you know players making plays, but like Cam Sims, like some of these guys, what he was designing with you know Gibson. I just think that you start to give him some more weapons, and everyone's talking about you know a receiver opposite uh, Terry. Man, a tight end and a slot receiver could do a lot more damage in the middle of the field than an opposite. You know, I think you could roll with a Cam and AGG over there. I don't think that they're bad receivers. I think they probably fit that tall possession mold. Build the rest of that, and once you have that speed that's utilized in the middle of the field, who's that? Who's the defense going to focus on? So I don't think you're that far away from being a competitive team. I don't think you have to have to get that franchise quarterback. Just look how many teams have that franchise quarterback. There's not that many. So you have to work on it. And a lot of times it might be a guy that we find in the fifth round. Who knows? I, you know, it might be a guy that I'm not even thinking about, you know? So um, it's a situation where this is where coaching comes in. Uh, I'm not sure how good Rivera will do, but we, you know, we mentioned um, Cam, that guy, he, he, he's not a starter. He's, he's retiring. So there's, there'll be some guys on that list, even Tyrod Taylor. He might just, he might just walk away himself. Uh, it depends where their heart is in the game. I just mentioned Tyrod Ty- Taylor because I see some of the fit. I see some of the skill set and the toughness, and he, he just kind of matches what Rivera does, not what I think he would do successfully in Washington. Let's make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> I think – and this people may not agree with me on this, but I, I think Tyrod Taylor's got a lot more to prove than Cam Newton would in 2021. You know, Herbert comes in and, and becomes that franchise quarterback for, the you know, the Chargers. Cam right. just showed us plain and simple. He doesn't have it anymore. You know, I mean, Tyrod yeah. gets his lung punctured and gets his job taken from him from the millionth time. You know, it was never the plan for him to be the guy in Cleveland with Baker Mayfield. But I mean, he got the job straight up taken from him and yep. with, you know, the Chargers. Yep, for My sure. Thing is with Tyrod Taylor, I was on the Burgundy zone earlier earlier in the season and it was right for the trade deadline. Like, you know, who, who would you be comfortable trading for? And you know, who's somebody you can think of coming at quarterback? This is when we had a lot of instability with the position and a lot of question marks. Yeah. This is where Alex Smith even took a snap. I was like, Tyrod Taylor, man. I mean, Why he not? brings that mobility. He's a little bit later in his career. Virginia kid. You know, you know how we love our Virginia boys, man. Oh, yeah, you you know sure. how the Washington football team deals with that. And, you know, he, he's been around the block. You know, he's going to take care of the football. He's not going to be that guy that, you know, is going to make those transcendent plays for you. But he is going to come in. He's going to take care of the ball. And he is a perfect, I like the word you've been using today, tweener. I think he's somebody who could come in, fill the gap, and and fit in that quarterback room well and actually have a chance to compete and earn the starting job. And that mobility, man, that mobility, even though Ron Rivera says we don't need a mobile quarterback, we just need to go. No, that, that mobility matters. That was the yeah. X factor in Taylor Heineke's performance. You know, he was yeah. able to get out of the pocket, extend plays, and, and make it a football game, you know, the things that Alex Smith couldn't do. So I, I think that's kind of a cop-out. But yesterday, one of my odds-on favorite to become the Watch Football Team quarterback 2021 – Followed the team on Instagram and unfollowed the team that drafted him. I think you know where I'm going with this, Adam. He's currently in a contract year. Dak Prescott. Some say where there is smoke, there is fire. I I, I kind of like your progressive mindset, but does this make you roll your eyes? And what side of the corner are you on as, as far as the Dak Prescott chronicles are concerned? I th- I think – you know, if you came to a couple months ago, I was probably closer to 50-50. But I think Jerry Jones, I, I don't think he's a good owner at all or a good talent evaluator. But I think he's seen what's going on around the league. And he knows that he's not in a position to replace Dak at all. No matter so how he feels I, about him. <laughs> yeah, so no matter what he feels about him, he's, he's going to pay him. Because honestly, whatever he pays him, again, will come back in a couple years. That won't even be probably top five, top six contract. It might even be out of the top ten in five years. So, you know, you're talking about a long-term deal. It's a bargain right now. But the thing is, cap hell, man. If you're talking about him, Mark Cooper, Zeke, they have a line that they spent all this uh, capital, all these years fixing, and it's slowly going from retirement. And it's patchwork right now. So a one strength of Dallas is now a weakness. So I don't know how. I I don't know how they're gonna do it, but they're they're gonna do it because they if they if they lose him they have nothing they, they have, have no to. draw it's the draw alone with Dak you know and Zeke 
I don't know what's going on with those guys, but you know, <laughs> the, I, I think you lose Dak. I think you lose Zeke mentally too. So I, I don't see him going anywhere. Well, I think we've already lost Zeke mentally. So I, I think, <laughs> yeah, well, I think you that, can't that, afford to lose that, Dak. That ship you know, has sailed. Yeah. You got to have somebody who's there and present. And you know, no matter how you feel about the Dallas Cowboys people, Dak Prescott was playing at an MVP level those first five, first five games of the season. He's averaging damn near 500 yards a game. You can be like, well, he's got his Amari Cooper's, his CD Lambs. You know, you, you could talk about how low that offense is, and I'll probably agree with you for the most part. But at the end of the day, Dak Prescott has come into his own and proved that he is a top-tier quarterback in the National Football League. And, you know, you're talking about how this roster's falling down on their head a little bit, and that's a very good point because they paid everybody but him. And yeah. you would think that due to how Jerry perceives him, because you got, you know, th- that that conversation happened earlier in the season right before Dak got hurt where, you know, th- those are the plays that separate guys like Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott. If I hear my owner talk about me like that, I know I'm just a guy who's five, six in Southern Virginia talking about football. I'm not Dak Prescott. But at the end of the day, if I hear my owner talking about me like I'm a fourth-round pick, like I haven't come in and immediately been a contributor to this team and been a part of his success, then I would want to leave. I wouldn't want to use that leverage. And leverage is certainly a-, a-, a big topic of this conversation as well. How much do you feel – that this is just leverage for him to get a bigger deal out of Jerry Jones. Um, partly. Yeah. I think, I think you'd be not naive to think it's not uh, it's this is, this is the ultimate posturing for this NFL offseason is between Dak and him, because I think that he won't be bullied into a corner by anybody. And I think he has this mentality that the fact that he quote unquote found Tony Romo, uh, and from obscure obscurity, you know, that he thinks that, well, someone could come in, but will he actually do that? He'll say that publicly. And, but in the end, now nah, I think he'll, he'll pony it up in the end. There's that long shot for another tag. I haven't looked at that number, but I think it's, it's well, it's well North of 53,000, 53 million. Um, but That's a Jerry uh, Jones move right there. Yeah. And that could have, I, I, but I, they can't sustain that. It's too much at once. So I don't, it's not even an option. They get away with murder with the cap every year though, man. I don't think it's going to happen either, but some of the, some of the financial implications the Cowboys deal with on a, on a yearly basis, absolutely astound me. It, well, it's it, just it like, really t- it's just like the referees in the Tampa Bay games. They kind of, the league just kind of looks the other way when they submit this. <laughs> oh yeah. But take that. We'll, we'll, we'll take that extra zero out of there. It's cool. Yeah. Whatever, man. You know, it's Jerry. Yeah. Jerry's our guy. I think that we have the better roster and they have the better offense. I'm going to put it to you like that. Um, I think coming here would be a great business move for Dak Prescott. You go to your team's bitter rival. They're going to give you exactly what you want because, like you said, in three years' time, that's chump change. And and it's not chump change you or me, but as far as the market's concerned, Dak Prescott's going to be getting underpaid in three years' time. So if I'm I'm Jerry Jones, I give him a blank check. He's earned it. Um, To me – the hardest part about it for Dak Prescott business side is leaving the team that drafted you. You know, he probably feels some loyalty to them. You know, the fact that they took a chance on him, you know, he built, he built a lot of relationships with a lot of his teammates there, but the biggest factor in Dak Prescott, and this is one that I hear everywhere, Adam, and I, I just don't understand why this is and every living in everybody's head rent free is injury concerns. Everybody's yeah. acting as if he's never going to come back from this. Like this is something that it. he will never be at a le- level of sustainable play it again after. I, I think that's absolutely ludicrous. W- what's your take on that? Yeah, it, it's happening a lot lately, man. You know, even to a point with the Landon Collins thing. And again, I will not argue with anybody. You know, if you read my article, Kareem Curl, man, he's your starter, man. It's about finding ways to use Collins. But, you know, an injury happens, like in his case, an Achilles or ACL. People just overreact like careers are over, (laughs) you know. And again, of course, you know, durability is affected, but you have to look long, long term. And, you know, just I think when you start to look at Tom Brady, Breeze, you know, Rodgers to an extent, just look at these guys. Are they, uh, you know, physical specimens? No way. So they're just about doing, you know, the right things, eating the right things and, you know, having the best behaviors. And it, it's really about a lifestyle. And Dak Prescott, I've seen a maturity a maturity level happen in him over the past couple of years that I didn't think was going to happen. Because like we talk about Zeke, he's just the same old Zeke. He grew and me think, so hard, man. And if you talk – anybody you talk to, Dallas fans, man, they'll tell you all the players, they have nothing but great things to say about him. And I think that, that that's throwing yourself into rebuild mode if, if he doesn't sign him. Not, like you said – off weapons on offense to me compared to weapons on defense defense can get you the playoffs some weapons on offense without a quarterback that's an, that's five win season so i think that right now washington has an upper hand even if they sign sign dak they have a lot of work to do 
I think Washington can make a couple, you know, savvy moves in free agency and uh, the draft and still be the best team in the division. So we'll see. Also, you know, we even talk about Philadelphia. Now, once that, that legit rumor is out, you know, that's Philadelphia local reporters putting that one out. So the question is, is anyone going to pony up for him? Crazy enough to pony up for him. But, man, our division is in shambles right now. And I think Washington is the best case, even though they need the quarterback probably the most right now. I don't think I think they're in the best shape of any team right now. I'm, in the NFCs for sure, but as far as the Wentz sweepstakes, I know we're getting a little bit off right. topic here, but I, right. to me, it's Frank Reich or nobody. You know, you, yeah. you reunite him in Indy, or it just doesn't make sense. Maybe Chicago, maybe yeah. you know, Nagy and Wentz is a good marriage there. But like you said, right. there's absolute the divisions in shambles. You know, another right. team that, that people don't like to talk about, and people kind of think that I'm antagonistic about it. Daniel Jones is not the guy in New York. He, no. He's never going to be. And yeah. almost seem to just kind of know that it's the elephant in the room and just ignore it. You know, at least the Washington football team is actively, you know, to me, it would have been a no brainer to lock up Dak Prescott. To yeah. me, it would have been a no brainer to get Wentz out of town, and not give him that freaking huge deal. You know, I, I mean, the other teams in the NFC East are not exactly making great decisions. And I think bringing in Dak Prescott is just a power move if, if you can influence him to do so. And the ideas of him not being able to play because of this injury just kind of make me giggle because, I mean, he doesn't make his money with his legs. Is right, he mobile? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But like you said, he's in the same company as guys like Breeze where he stands in the pocket and he makes some crazy throws. Go run the tape of those first five weeks, man. You know, I, you said that players in the organization and, you know, everybody associated with Dallas have nothing but good things to say about him. But you talk to this fan base and some of their sports personalities, they're like, well, I'm just, it's Dak, you know. Kind of like how we talked about Kirk Cousins. It kind of yeah. had a sense. It's no? very eerily similar, you know what I mean? Like both quarterbacks give you an opportunity to get to the playoffs, but – I think people are always intrigued with with what they're seeing out there. The, you know, the window shopping when you're seeing, um, uh, you know, Mahomes and you know Jackson and all these other guys with all these different skill sets, and they think that you know you can always move on. But I think when you get a guy that's that franchise top to ten to fifteen, man, you're in great shape. And Hell you know, yeah. whatever it costs, we talk about bringing Watson. And if you have a guy like that, you don't let him go. And with Kirk Cousins. I would have said to an extent, looking back on that, I don't think he was a great quarterback, but they should have paid him. They should have paid him. You know, I hate the guy, and I agree with you. (laughs) But you're talking about like exactly they offered him nearly eight million, ten million less a year than his market. So if you just paid him, he would have been a middle of the range quarterback a year after signing it. Those kind of decisions are franchise killers. So right now, but with Washington situation, they're in good shape. Everyone else, Daniel Jones, like you say, he's going to be the last domino to fall because. I said it coming out there, the, you know, there's another guy. I see, I, I see just fields. I, I, I feel, have the same feeling about fields as I had. Oh, about. We're going to get to him. Year. Believe me. Um, you know, <laughs> it's just my feeling. And a lot of people say why, you know, he, he showed that he could read the defense and a lot of games, but I watched all of his games and I want to see consistently, you know, the reads. And I think his offense put him in good positions, just like Daniel Jones did at Duke. I think they put him in great positions. So some guys are really good college quarterbacks, but when they come to the NFL, it's just, it's just not the same. So, they're a team that's going to be dealing with that unless they just go all out and they get every great free agent on offense because their defense is nice in New York. Let's not deny, you know, their rival in Washington right now. A lot oh, of yeah. unknown names, but that's a top unit right there if they come all together. So if they can really go all out and build that offense, maybe, but I don't see it. So you're talking about Washington right now. They look at the fourth you know, best quarterback situation. It's going to go to first pretty quickly if the DAC situation, you know, because that could get ugly. Yeah, and, and I think it has a very good chance to get ugly. And I think that's another thing people are kind of sweeping under the rug that Jerry's just going to end up, you know, paying him to shut him up. But I no. really, I, I, no. I think Jerry is going to stick to it. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Guns on how he feels about Dak. And I think this has kind of been something that's been brewing for a couple years now, Adam. I think this has kind of been a, a back a, a storyline kind of in the back. But like if you were paying close attention, you could see it. You could yeah. just by yeah. how negotiations went, how they paid yep. everybody else before him. I, I think this could have an ugly culmination, as you said. But before we move to April, because I am also very <laughs> pleased with Justin Fields, let's go to the dark horse, Derek. Car, what is the yeah. stigma against this guy, Adam? Because as you said in your article, 4,000 yards, almost 30 touchdowns, under 10 interceptions, 70 QBR. I, I don't think I, you know, people hear Stafford level compensation and they just freak out. And I'm like, look, man, I, I know the guy's about to turn 30, but if Carr comes to Washington, our our quarterback problem is, is definitely solved for the foreseeable future. I don't see him as a downgrade, I see it only as an upgrade, and I there isn't really a price that too crazy that I wouldn't be willing to pay if you know what I'm saying. I, I think right. a lot of these offers that people are talking about, like, oh, no, you can't do that. Well, why can you do that for Stafford but not for Carr? Carr is right. sneakily one of the best starting quarterbacks in the National Football League, in my right. opinion. Right. What's your take on Carr? What's funny is someone was arguing the other day. They said that, you know, he's not going to take that check down. He's not going to take, you know, you're seeing a lot of what Turner's doing. Man, we're doing a lot of that because there's there are receivers are not getting separation. So when you start to get that – you want to have someone like him because he can fit in the tight windows. You know, I'm not going to go crazy. It's exactly. I would put him below Stafford. But as far as the compensation, if we're going to say a first and a third for Stafford and a first and a third or a first and a fifth of car, why not? You know, in this NFL, you're not talking about this is going to be 10 years. You're talking about a commitment. I, th- I haven't looked at this contract, but I believe he's got three years on two, three years on his deal. It's very attractive. But they're looking they, they're looking for multiple first rounds right they're not Drew Gruden is not going to do it unless he gets May multiple not, first for sure rounds. is not going to do so, it so right so exactly you know that guy so if you could have him at that sure you're you're getting a, you know a top half of the league quarterback for pretty reasonable quarterback salary and reasonable compensation but again I mentioned it because it's it's just been talked about but again another unlikely option very unlikely you know I, I do kind of feel some weird tension there with, with yeah. Carr and Gruden, I don't feel like Gruden is 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 completely sold on Carr. I think he'll tell he'll say that at the podium, but I think that there's a lot of bitterness in Las Vegas with how the drafts have gone lately, and you know, especially for Mayock, you know, he's up there on the podium crying about how you know he doesn't really feel like all those picks panned out, especially after how much they were criticized for it. So, right, I think they're going to want heavy compensation if they move a guy like Carr who is keeping their heads above water and making those big plays downfield quietly. You know, right. I, I, and that's another that that's the best word used for Derek Carr is quiet is that yeah. he's still a great starting quarterback in the National Football League but especially when you look at his numbers like you said it was a great thing for you to point that out in the article I think if he comes into Washington he's he is a difference maker day one but yeah I just think they're going to want too much for him and I think yeah. if Rivera and them aren't willing to go up to two first for Stafford they're not going to be willing to do that for Carr you know some people kind of feel like it's a Spider-Man meme where those two are just pointing at each other that a lot of people see Stafford and Carr as kind of the same guy but like you said I think Carr just one level below him and i don't think that's a bad thing i think that's a great thing for the Washington. but it's kind of you got to look at the the history of recent events just the way the stafford thing folded out i just like you said i it it is the dark horse for a reason so yeah let's move to the final path and your specialty you know i I had marty shotty ceo of brawl network on last week talking senior bowl you know mac jones everybody how they played mobile and you know i i have a gut feeling that despite how things went with dwayne haskins this front office is willing to make a move in April for an Ohio State quarterback. They're very high on Justin Fields reportedly. I'm very high on Justin Fields reportedly. You're very high on Justin Fields, definitely not reportedly. How do you feel about the chances of Washington making that move from 19 up into possibly the top five for a guy like that? Do you think that that's you know, a credible thing at this point? You know, like I said earlier, where there's smoke, is there fire? I think Fields is certainly worth it. I do. All right. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say below 20%, um, for the simple reason, like you said, top five is probably where they have to go, but you know, to. you're talking, you're talking about Lawrence Wilson, probably going back to back and it's going to be team preference. It's going to be Lance and fields right. There is a team like Atlanta is that, you know, will Detroit do that or will they stick with golf? You know, they reportedly, there's a connection. They do 
like him. But so, yeah, to be a short, you're probably going to have to be in that top eight, top five range. The price it's going to cost, I don't see it happening. And I'll say this, in years past, like you said, where there's smoke, there's fire. I don't see it with this administration. I think if we're hearing this, it's absolutely not going to happen. I think that there's already, I've seen a couple of smoke screens out there uh, with free agency and things like that. And that, that Stafford thing, although we talked about it, there was no early inclination, you know, a couple of years back, we, we, with Alex Smith, we, it, it happened in the middle of the night, but we heard about it. I heard about it. You know, I was just all over, you know, Google and it wasn't really a surprise. They said the deal has been being worked on whatever. I don't see that with Rivera. And I think that's kind of why it's a team centric team and why um, Kyle Smith left, because I think he was looking for that structure level. And I think with Ron Rivera, it's not really a bad thing. Um, you know, no. ironically, you know, RIP to, you know, uh, Sh- uh, Marty Schottenheimer. Um, I think this is building off exactly. And this is deja vu. Like I can't explain it to you, bro. Um, exactly what he was building. He had no quarterback at the end. He, they went on a stretch where they were going to make almost make the playoffs after losing what the first five out of six. Yeah, and he was the same, And he's the same kind of guy Rivera. And it basically it was the same the kind of thing with Snyder. I just don't think he understood that. If you keep them involved, you keep them like they're, you know, they feel you're making the decision, it'll work. And I think Rivera will find that middle ground. I think if, as long as he continues to build a competitive team year in and year, he's going to be able to do his way for a while. And I think this is going to be an opportunity for him to put a stamp. So it's a big year, but I don't think it has to be the year that they find that quarterback. I think they just have to build on what they have. And, you know, I, I remember him being a player and listening to him talk as a player. And I just think, He's not going to – he liked Cooper last year. He liked Stafford this year. I'm not convinced he really likes anybody else. So I think that's why, you know, it'll probably be no trade up. It'll probably be they'll sit in where they are, and they're going to take BPA. I, and that's certainly the most realistic and and best idea for sure. And that's – like I said, you were talking about that for a while. I think we're both more comfortable with that. You know, I, and, and you know, like you said, Kyle Smith out of the building, this front office is, is definitely more traditional – Things do not get out. Rivera knows what to go to that podium and say. He knows the games that he does have to play. To me, the only way that Washington and Justin Fields even meet is if Fields falls. And, you know, right. you, you got one guy that you didn't mention, and a lot of mocks have him going top 10, even though I just personally can't see it myself as Zach Wilson. I, you know, there, there's been some talk. Kuiper has him. Kuiper has him going to Atlanta, and I think that's crazy. I, I, I take Fields, and I don't even look back. And like you said, there's some links there with with Fields in Detroit as well. But they got their guy in golf, and they got a lot of stuff that they need to kind of build off to as well. Because you know, golf is a pre, is a pretty good starting quarterback. You know, whatever you will, you can make whatever you want of his playoff success. But I don't think that they're sweating bullets over there in Detroit with golf under center. I think that's why he was a part of that package. Right. I don't, I don't think the Rams were just trying to get rid of him. Right. Um, and I just think Fields is the real deal, man. He he's a complete complete package. There's that Ohio State stigma, and I completely understand that. I completely get it. You don't want to reach because right. we reached for a guy in 2019, and we we put him on a pedestal, and he quintessentially shit the bed. I don't think yeah. Fields is going to do that in the National Football League, but I don't think we need to give up too much for Fields, who really hasn't proven anything. When we're willing to give up even less for people that are proven stars in the right. football exactly. league, exactly. That's the logic that people need to be going to this with. Exactly. If Fields falls to us and we get in a situation where we can trade up for him, absolutely, that's different. Do it. That's different. Completely different. Completely different. Right. And, and right. that's plausible. Um, right. But people are going to have their jersey swaps. Now, I, I think I already know your answer on this. As, as as far as the quarterback hierarchy with the rest of the guys in the draft. Where do you rank your guys like Trey Lance, Kyle Trask? Do you think Washington's going to kick count them, or where's your heart at with them? I'll be honest with you. And, again, like you said, you're, you're not even far off. There's a lot of people that will put fields in front of Wilson. Wilson, out of any quarterback in his draft, he's the guy that I really spent the most time in. You know, as crazy really? as that, that, you know, that, that Coastal Carolina loss, that's when I saw Mahomes like throws. That's when I saw no look pass or anything. So, again, a lot of projection, man. The combine. Not having the combine, it's helped the quarterbacks, bro. For not sure. Having the, not having the – so there's not going to be that prod and poke. So like you said, it's just going to be that order. So the way I see it, it's going to be uh, Lawrence, Wilson, and I think exactly it's going to become between Fields and Lance. And I do think someone's going to go with Lance first. And the reason they're going to go with Lance first is because there's a little more unknown there. You can argue about the level of competition – 
but there's so much Russell Wilson in there. There's so much as crazy as it's going to sound Tim Tebow, even involved in there, the way he, he lowers his it. shoulder, you know, it translates to the NFL better. You know, as crazy as it is the way he was used in college, it translates to what a lot of teams are doing. So like I said, NFL teams are desperate. So I think we're going to see some trade-ups that we haven't seen over the last five years. Teams are going to reach, like you said, top five. That's where it's going to be. Fields, fourth best quarterback to trade your farm for. It makes no sense. You just can't do things like that when at 19, or even if you want to trade up to 15 to get Mika Parsons, that's going to be a name that's coming as a drop. He has a lot of controversy, a lot of stuff. And I, I understand. I'll be the first one to say I'm not, you know, someone that's having off the fields problem, but um, it, it was between a teammate. There's no charges. That's it's really a lot up for you know debate. So until further things come out, he's still going to have a drop. So this is a guy that was a top ten pick. You know, if even if he drops to twelve, you're talking about a Xavier Collins. You're talking about there's other top level prospects. So if you can get the fir first or second, even third of the position rather than the fourth, get your fifth Devin White man. He's there. You know, yeah, he's there. You know, and, and you know, you know, with that. I think that – and I'm really glad you brought that up because I think that's – with even though this is ultimately quarterback talk, that's where the attention needs to go is what can the Washington football team upgrade on in April and spend their money on and kind of keep above Bay in free agency. Uh, they don't right. need to reach for a guy just because they like him. You know, right. Like I said, if you're not going to spend that money on someone who's been around the block, a proven probably future Hall of Famer, and Matthew Stafford, you know, depending on who you ask – you're definitely not going to do that for Justin Fields, who hasn't taken a single snap in the National Football League, no matter how great his interviews are. And like you said, th this no combine, man, makes it even crazier. It, I mean, it yeah. really does. But with no combine, there's a lot of uncertainty. And with there being a lot of uncertainty, questions come up like, okay, well, what is Trey Lance going to do once he's on that NFL die? He's on that NFL regimen. Right. Is, he, is, he, is it going to be amplified? Are you going to get a, a, a an even better version of Trey Lance? I think Trey Lance is is the guy in this conversation that people are going to kind of look past just because he went to yeah. where he went to school. But like you said, all the stuff he did in North Dakota State translate translate to the National Football League. He's got right. the mobility. He's got the arm. He's got the decision making. He's got all of it. And you know Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, I, I, I'm not saying that he is Mitchell Trubisky, but I think you're going to get the same yeah. kind of reaction on, on draft day of him going a lot earlier than a lot of people expect. Agree. I, that, I, that's I really a good, do. But not, I think, not a comp as in player, but as far as the comp in slot, yeah, you're going to get a lot of that. And then, you know, to a point, you know, people might look at Wilson like, okay, a Darnold kind of reach, like, you know, that might be a little early, different prospects, but teams need quarterbacks, man. That's what it comes down to. If you can't get one in the draft and you can't win, get a free agent. It's Sam Darnold. I'm glad you brought yeah. him up. I'm glad you brought yeah. him up. I don't yeah. see the guy leaving New York. I don't, I don't get either. that a lot of time either. You know, when they had the possibility to have the number one overall pick, right? You know, a lot of people saying, oh, they take Lawrence and they don't look back. This is a lot right. like Rosen and Murray. Um, if, if you ask me, Adam, I don't know about this, but I, I know you watch a lot of tape. Um, the New York Giants have a lot of problems. Darnold is the last one. He, yeah. He's the last one. I mean, he's right. kind of still a, a, a mid-starting quarterback in the National Football League, but uh, to me, he still brings a lot of athleticism to his game. He still makes a lot of big-time throws, and he, he still brings a lot to the table, and right. you're not going to get the compensation you want from him. You're just not. You're just right. not. He's proven nothing, essentially. He's had right. flashes. He has had moments. I could definitely see the Washington football team kicking the can on it. They're going to make phone calls. God knows. They made plenty of phone calls this offseason. But right. as far as Darnold's concerned, I don't see that happening. Do you? No, and I, and I didn't mention him in the article article because I honestly think the Giants, I, you know, I'm, I'm in New York and I'm trying to convince, I'm trying to, you know, talk these guy fans off the bridge over here that, you know, Robert Sillette is a great hire. And to bring in the LaFleur brother, man, I'm telling you, this is the next coaching tree in the next, you know, five years, 10 years, you're going to be hearing about this is a, as a really successful coaching tree. So he, he's going to give LaFleur full reins on that offense. He's going to take over the team and oversee the defense. So Darnold is in a situation right now. It's a make or break year. And I think by holding on to him for this year, that can let them go anywhere they want in the draft with that pick. And you know what, where they're going to go is trade back because they're going to get, they're, they're going to get a haul. They're going to get multiple first. They're going to get players. 
teams are going to be trading all that because if the Watson, hopefully I want to see it because if the Watson pit trade happens before the draft, that's when you're going to see even crazier trades, not trades of the Watson, but that's when people, you know, just, just the landscape completely. And that's, and that's what I'm hoping for because that just makes it a really exciting off season with, with no combine. I think there's going to be a hell of a lot of teams, you know, closing their eyes and, you know, you know, picking a number. There's going to be a lot of that going on because after you get through those top, you know, 50, 60 picks, that's where I get into play. That's a lot of like what I focus on a lot. That's where these teams are going to have problems because they weren't able to go see them personally. It was zooms and their pro their prospect list were cut in half, bro. So, you know, this is going to be really interesting. I think that although they lost um, Kyle Smith, Mayhew is season, um, uh, building what they're trying to do through Rivera's vision, I think that they're going to have an opportunity that they're going to see some guys they're going to fall in love with. And I'm going to keep saying it, man, look for linebackers. Look for linebackers of free agency, Levante, David, if they, you know, look. Look for him in the draft, Xavier Collins, Bolton. You know, we can keep, you know, Cox. You know, we can keep going. There's just so many guys, but that's going to be a big position because if you have, if you follow Rivera and you follow Jack Del Rio, you'll know two things. They have pass rushers and they have linebackers. They don't have linebackers right now. Cole Holcomb is the only guy you can, you know, you know, kind of put your beer on right now is, you know, one of your position guys, but not your middle linebacker. So that's what you're going to look for as major upgrades. That's, yeah, that's the receiver is big. But the thing is, you know, you, you know, the guy you mentioned, you know, I just think a lot of these guys are going to be a little scared of the Washington QB situation, but you're going to have Chase Young and uh, Terry McLaurin. Those are really good recruiters. People are underestimating your that. Your core so, is there for the right. first that, time in a decade. Yeah. Your core is there. You have Alabama connection, you have McLaurin, and you have Chase Young. People don't understand the connection these guys make during the draft uh, in college to a point. you know, They'll face you, think they're enemies, but they love each other. So they have these relationships. They're like business relationships that are built in college. So that's going to – it happens in the NBA. We see it all the time. They build up relationships in free agency. They build those super teams. So that's coming. That's Chase coming is the, with the CEO NFL. as far as I'm concerned already. With, I mean, with the cap go, when the cap goes to twenty up twenty seven million next year, that's when we're going to see it. It's going to start to build right now. Let's see how good of recruiters they are. But I'm I'm not worried. Everyone's worried that they're going to miss on a quarterback and it's going to fail. I'm not because I don't think you reach on if he's not there. I think next year is going to be a good class. There's going to be a good class, and then even more free agents. You know that are going to be you know. But in saying that, how about if we already have one in house? You know, and he's going to be the guy. So. I like what they have, and uh, I'm not going to be too crazy if they don't make any, uh, you know, crazy trades upgrades because I think they're still going to get guys. They'll bring in guys, but the question is, you know, fans are going to be impatient. It's not going to be who they want. But what's new, Washington fans? They want you know, the gratification. This, yeah, you, yeah. It always has to be the next step up, right? Instead of right. trusting the front office. And, and I, dude, I just got to say, I'm a Schottenhammer guy. Rest in peace, the coach. I absolutely loved him. I, you know, I, I used to watch all of his old interviews. You know, I, and it was kind of a little bit before my time. I loved what he did. And we've talked about that before. I loved what he did with the Washington football team. You know, eight and eight season isn't off something, something you herald, but right. a lot like Schottenheimer Rivera sticks to his guns. He has yeah. a plan. He knows Rome was not built in a day. And I don't care how many fans want this instant gratification to build yeah. a winning football team. It is going to be a process and you mm -hmm. don't need to have a knee jerk reaction and go out and get a guy who you think can come in and just be the band aid on a really bad wound. You know, you, you have to be smart. You have to play it by ear. So yeah, Adam, yeah. Phenomenal analysis by you. Great conversation you. here. You know, it's always fun bringing you on, man. Tell the people about where they can find you, your podcast, all that good stuff, man. Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter um, at the BNG Report. Um, yeah, I'm now I'm a co-host on Football Garbage Time. You can find us, you know, just like you on um, Apple iTunes, Football Garbage Time. Um, but, the, you know, the biggest thing going on right now is the new uh, the Burgundy and Gold Report .com. Um, I've really got it where I've worked on it for a couple of years and I've had the domain. Finally, you know, we, we released it a couple of weeks ago. Um, the main aspect of it is our player prospect card section. Uh, again, we take the idea of, you know, when we we're kids, you know, collecting cards, laying them out, just looking in the back, the stats. So what I've designed is, you know, a one click hit. You go in there, there's analysis, there's YouTube, um, there's projections. So there's just a lot there. And of course, if you're Washington football fans, you don't have to go to Washington.com. You know, I'm bringing everything over there. So you click that on there. Everything's on there. Podcast tonight will be up there. One click away on your, on your uh, brawl icon. Everything's there, man. So I'm really building this up right now. I'm just excited to, you know, come on your guys show, 
talk about it and, and just chop it up. And, you know, like I said, you know, with the situation right now, I think it's an opportunity for, you know, guys like us, girls, you know, out there too. There's a lot of great ones out there where we can, you know, get the attention, you know, as you have, you know, by, from, from watching football, Julie Donaldson, you know, she follows me now too, you know, so. Happy it, birthday it, to Julie Donaldson, people. Happy birthday, happy birthday to Julie You're Donaldson. Happy birthday. Can't forget I wish, that. I wish her happy birthday, but it's a different time. Um, and it's exciting time. So I think that there's a lot of people that are haters out there that really don't want to see some people like us succeed. Um, and think we're know-it-alls, but I think when you get to know us, you'll see we're anything but that. And we're always learning from each other. So, man, always great. Thank you so much for having me on again. The Burgundy and Gold Report.com, man. Absolutely, again, man. it's a Dude, pleasure, you've, man. You've been busting your ass. That website <laughs> looks absolutely amazing. Thank you, man. Everything you guys, watch football team fans need is right there. One click away. As the man Adam Neba said, I think he's the most recurring guest on our show now because I, I love bringing on people who like to have integral, straight to the point, Washington football team discussions. And Adam, you're the perfect guy for that. So like, like he said, check out his website, check out his show. Adam, thank you so much for your time, man. Hey, always a pleasure, man. You have a great night, man. You too, brother. Football is here and so is your shot at millions. Thanks to our partnership with DraftKings, all new players can play free for millions with your first deposit. Here's how it works. One. Create your DraftKings DFS account and make a deposit. Two, DraftKings will credit your account with free entry to these contests. Three, draft your lineup and go for the millions in top prizes. Just go to dkng.co backslash brawl pod to play. That's dkng.co slash brawl pod. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Minimum $5 deposit eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. It is always a pleasure cutting up with my man, Adam Aniba. He is one of the sharpest minds in football in the Burgundy and Gold fan base and delivers great content on a very consistent basis. Just make sure you guys go check out his podcast, his new website. He just got up and running. You will not regret it. But that is all the time we have today, Washington Brawl listeners. But before we go, I need you guys' help. The Washington football team organization has announced the 2021 Burgundy and Gold Globes which are fan honors to whomever has the best podcast, highlight videos, fan follows. Doesn't matter. There's a bunch of different nominations, a bunch of different globes to go out, and I need your help. I need every day one loyal Washington Ball listener to head over to washingtonfootball.com slash fan honors and nominate us for the best fan podcast. You go to that link, then you go down to best fan podcast, click that, then it'll take you down to the bottom of the page where it will ask you for the name of the podcast and the host of the podcast. Of course, you put Washington Brawl, and then you, of course, put my name, Parker Hamlet, as the host of the Washington Brawl podcast. With you guys' help, we can bring home the globe for the Brawl Network. So make sure you click that link in the description you see below, whether it be on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It does not matter. It will be available. Or go to WashingtonFootball.com slash fan honors and follow these simple instructions, and you can help Washington Brawl win the first ever Burgundy and Gold Globe Award for the best fan podcast. But you have to do it quickly because the deadline is this coming Monday, February 15th in the awards or on Tuesday, February 25th. So there's not much time. Head over to washingfootball.com slash fan honors or click the link in the description on the podcast. YouTube doesn't matter. It will be available for you. And yes, you can vote however many times you want. Thank you. Head over to BrawlNetwork.com where you can read our latest articles, buy some merchandise. As you can see, we got the Washington Brawl t-shirts. Nice. It's silky. It's smooth. Really well fitted. We have some new designs coming really soon. Really excited to show you guys what I've been working on. Also, make sure you subscribe and leave a rating review wherever you're listening to this on and download other episodes of the Washington Brawl podcast, wherever podcasts can be found. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Turn on notifications where you can watch Episodes of the Washington Ball Podcast, as well as our Washington Ball Man 21 Game of the Week on Next Gen. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great weekend. Peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.